0: Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, this is Locked On Blue Jackets. I would wish you a happy Tuesday, but unfortunately, Nick Foligno is still a maple leaf. And the Blue Jackets lost a game last night. Uh, They lost it in overtime, which is new, at least. Um, But we'll we'll talk about that in in just a minute. Uh, I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today, we're going to break down the loss to Chicago. We're going to look at that series as a whole. Uh, And I also have some deadline talk. I was on the Locked On NHL Trade Deadline Day live show yesterday talking about the felino move the disavard move uh and a little bit of everything else so uh i've got that conversation for you as well coming up later in the show but first we'll uh we'll talk about last night's game why not um i actually watched this game for the most part which good good for me i guess um i didn't hate a lot of it um, I'm not gonna go into massive amounts of detail because at this point you know what the issues are. Penalty kill, atrocious, defense, atrocious. Goaltending needs to be better. Um, which I know is not fair on Corpsalo or kins because they've both been very good this season, but I didn't think that was Corpsalo's best game last night, especially that three that third goal from um Brett Connolly. Uh, I do want to address whatever Max Derby thought he was doing in the second period which as far as I can tell was taking a penalty then getting bumped in the head on on the return uh and then just absolutely losing his mind and trying to kill Conor Murphy um which included like MMA slamming him down to the ice and then dragging him back up and trying to punch him in the face uh which you know all all things considered not great um but the the kicker for me was, after the game, he said it was embarrassing that Conor Murphy didn't want to answer the bell. Um, like, you didn't really ring the bell. Um, you took a penalty and then tried to goad him into taking another penalty, so it would be four on four. Like, that's, that's what happened. Um, you can't just, like, decide that guys are going to fight you. That's not how it works. Especially, like, Conor Murphy's not going to fight you. Uh, his team is winning. It's it is what it is, like, it's, it's, I hate fighting anyway, and I hate this concept of, like, retaliation, but this especially rubbed me the wrong way, um, and here's the thing, I feel like he's only going to get praised for that by, by the coach, like, if it was me, he would be sitting next game, because you don't do stuff like that, um, and, you know, again, I said nice things about Max Domi last episode, and here we are again, him doing something absolutely boneheaded, st- stupid, in the offensive zone, gets tossed out of the game for it. Luckily, the Blue Jackets don't allow a goal on the two penalty kills he made them do, but it's its not, it's just not acceptable. Like, its it's stupid, it's dangerous, it's cowardly like I don't and I get that it's like if I had to put money on it I would say it's um his dad is putting pressure on him saying look if you're not gonna be on the score sheet one way you better be on the game sheet in another way um you know and he's trying to make a make a difference he's just going about it in extremely extremely the wrong way um and he'll be in the next game, I suspect, doing the same thing, meanwhile, Josh Anderson is up in Montreal, scoring his 15th goal of the season, I feel fine about that, Um, so that's, I mean, there was, there was more to the game than just Max Derby trying to kill a man, like, Patrick Laine scored two goals, which was great, Um, he's, if he can start to heat up, then that's, Good for his confidence, I think. He talked a little bit last night about how um it felt good to kind of skate through everyone and then score that backhanded goal and to be like, Yeah, look, I've still I've still got it. I could still make a difference in this league. I could still, you know, turn on the Jets. So that's that's good. Um it'll be nice to see him get a little bit more involved from now on. Um again, goal scorers streaky, they score in bunches. I wouldn't be surprised if he scores again. Uh, next game, which I believe it is against Dallas. Um Chicago series as a whole, not great. Uh, I think we got two wins out of eight. Uh which sure, whatever, like it's not it's not good enough. Um I've talked all season about how the Blue Jackets haven't been good enough. Uh but I did find a stat that was interesting, I thought. Um if we take these two game these like get pairs of games as mini series, uh, the Blue Jackets have currently played 21 miniseries is and also two standalone games one against detroit one against carolina um and here's the here's the thing of those 21 pairs of games the blue jackets have swept one of them the other 20 they've won one or fewer games in those pairs they I don't believe they have a, game, a winning streak longer than three games at the minute. And it's unlikely that we'll get that before the end of the season. And, like, that's, again, it's just... I've talked about a, a length before, like... Inconsistency, thy name is Columbus, you know? it's it, That's been their problem all season, is that they don't know how to string a solid 60 minutes of hockey together. They don't know how to string, you know, three or four good games together. Um, and part of that might be, you know, due to youth or um other factors but god you've got to hope that you've got to hope that something changes next season whether it's a new coach or new systems whatever but I don't know that I could do another season like this of us winning a game and then losing two games and then winning two games and then losing three games and then losing another three games like it's it sucks um so, you know, we play Dallas, who are just above us in the standings next. Uh, we'll talk about that matchup a little bit more tomorrow. Uh, coming up in just a minute, uh, like I said, I talked to Sarah and Ross on the Trade Deadline live show that we did yesterday. Uh, and so, coming up in just a minute, I will play my conversation with them. But first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. The ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, and then you have to wait while the counter orders the parts on his computer, choosing the brand that he wants to, the brand that his warehouse happens to carry, the brand that makes him the most money, basically. Uh, At home, you have computers, and those computers have access to rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that has been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even like new carpet. If you can put it on or in your car or truck, then you can get it from RockAuto.com. Their catalogue is unique, it's super easy to navigate, you can quickly see all the parts available for your car, choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer, and best of all, all those prices are reliably low, and they're the same if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. I already spent twice as much for the same parts, but you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Pete Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with help from our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
1: Jay Forster's up next with Locked On Jackets. They had to say goodbye to a captain and a good soldier in Riley Nash. What would you like to see going forward? I guess, oh, Jay's with us right now. Perfect, because <laughs> we're, t- we're just lauding the acquisitions of both Riley Nash and Nick Foligno. But hey, I've seen it multiple times covering the Senators having to wave goodbye to a captain or a potential captain in Mark Stone. What's the mood like in Columbus the day after Nick Foligno is moved? Oh man, it it sucks. You know,
0: like I was talking to Sarah about this. Like I, we knew that it was coming, I think, for like a month when I realized, okay, we're probably not making the playoffs. His contract's expiring. I didn't think... They would trade him, but like looking back, I'm like, yeah, okay, it, it makes sense. But it's still like I hate it. I'm sad. Uh, I ate a slice of cheesecake at 2 30 AM about it last night. Um happy we got a first, but it man, it's it tough to see a guy like Nick Felino go.
1: I know it's it's hard to quantify exactly how important someone like Nick Felino is to a team like the Blue Jackets, who has really kind of been through everything, through, you know, ups and downs and the sweep of the lightning and, and all that stuff. And there was an interesting quote I saw from John Tortorella that was basically, I'll paraphrase it here, because I think he used some uh, words, maybe you don't get to say on, on the, on the live stream, but he was basically like, we've been through it. And he was like, I don't know that I necessarily liked Nick Foligno or thought he was going to be a good captain and look at where we are now. And, uh, you know, and that's, it's a very John Tortorella quote to just come out in the media and be like, "I told this guy he wasn't going to be a good captain," uh, and, and yet, you know, Nick Felino has been so important, kind of the heartbeat of that Blue Jackets team. Uh, so, you know, just there, there's no way to replace him. But you know, who's who's going to be kind of wearing that leadership mantle? Who's going to be the next uh, team dad of the Columbus Blue Jackets? <laughs> well, that's the
0: thing, isn't it? We've we've lost all of our dads, like all of our old responsible responsible guys have gone um it's it's weird they they've said that they're not going to name a new captain this season which makes sense um i suspect they're waiting till the off season until they know whether Foligno's coming back or not because you know if I'm crossing my fingers he goes to toronto you know has the playoffs there and then is like right well i'm just going to come straight back to straight back to columbus like his family's here he loves the city he loves the team you know, so I, I don't know that they they name a captain until um, until they know for sure whether he's whether he's coming back or not. Um, general consensus, Seth Jones is going to be the next guy to wear the sea, um, which I am mostly fine with. A um, couple uh, outside picks, our other alternate captains, Cam Atkinson, uh, who I think is the only like official dad left. It's just him and a bunch of children. Um, uh, he's one of them, and Boone Jenner is is an outside um, an outside chance. He was the guy that was supposed to get the captain seat before Nick Foligno kind of had this breakout season, and everyone realized, you know, what a great guy he is, what a great leader he is. Uh, before that, it was going to be Boone Jenner wearing the C. So that would be kind of my outside pick, but it's really a um, Columbus is a team that does things by committee. You know, we don't we don't really have a, a, a star to go out there and, you know, score 50 goals a game. I mean, like, ostensibly, that's what Lion-A could be for us. But we've, like, since Panarin, we haven't really had a guy that's scored more than 20 goals a season. You know, like, our leading goal scorer last season had 21 goals. Um, you know, and it's kind of the same with leadership. It's, there's not really one guy that stands out as, oh, yeah, that's... That's a leader because it kind of everyone feels like they could step up and do something, do something on this team. Uh, coming up in a minute, I've got the end of my conversation with Ross and Sarah about trade deadline, uh, and most importantly, goalie hugs. What happens to them? Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you can do that. Or if you want to place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again, you can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS League. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
1: Safe to say that Patrick Laine not in the discussion to get a C under John Tortorella. I know that there's been some uh, tension to say the least, but he needs a new contract as well. Like, Is there an outside chance that we see a, a nice buzzer beater deal with them moving on from him or do, is he a part of the long-term future in, in Columbus?
0: Um, I'd like to see him be part of the long-term future. Um, again, it's difficult to know with Patrick Laine because is it, that he's not gelling with Tortorella? Is it that he's not a good fit for the team? Um, the good news is Tortorella is extremely unlikely to be back next season. Uh, his contract is up. I wouldn't be surprised if he flat retires instead of going somewhere else. But I don't think we'll see him back in back in Columbus. So, you know, Patrick Line under a different coach might be, you know, the the star player that we need. Um, I think, you know, I've seen reports that there are guys, like, inquiring about Line a And, you know, it, why wouldn't you? You know, Columbus sellers. You might as well say, hey, what's it going to take to to get line A and his negotiation rights? Um, but I think it's going to have to be big to to get line A because, you know, like I said, that potentially that's a 50 goal scorer there. And if we can make it work with line A, I think we should, especially considering what we gave up to get him. Like if we give up line a, then we essentially got Jack Roslovic, who admittedly I love um, and have been saying that he's been the best player in this trade. Um, but I don't think we want to give up line A just yet.
1: Yeah. And I think it's rough given that line a hasn't performed particularly well again, for reasons that we don't necessarily know. It could be a lot of different reasons why uh, he hasn't looked great but uh, I th- I'm sure that isn't helping his trade value in the event that uh, the Blue Jackets did want to see what they could get for him. Uh, it's not going to be another Pierre-Luc Dubois because teams are going to look at him and say he scored two goals or whatever. Uh, so I'm sure that that also probably factors into him remaining a Blue Jacket for hopefully past the next 15 minutes uh, towards the end of the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it is tough to kind of say, oh, line is going to be a success next season it's not going to be a success next season but at this point like we already have three first round picks in in the upcoming draft uh i don't think you know i don't think a first is going to do it you know we would have to get a a significant piece back in um a a significant piece back to get rid of him um You know, we're not going to just let him walk for draft picks. We've got draft picks for days now. It would have to be something substantial. Somebody probably signed, um, you know, uh, you'd want another kind of similar Josh Anderson, Max Domi type deal, you know, a one-for-one, potentially future of the franchise. And, you know, Max Domi hasn't worked out for us thus far. He was a guy that I thought might potentially be on the move today. Uh, But I guess, again, you know, Seven goals on the season is not is not a huge market out there for a for a guy like Domi.
1: Well, it's been. Uh, do you think the Blue Jackets are done today?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think if if something would, if something was coming, I think it would have come already. Um, I mean, I am on record as saying that they weren't going to trade Nick Foligno. So you know, clearly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything, but yeah, I th- I would I would guess that. That we are done. Um, it's not out of of the realm of possibility that Delzotto could be on the move in the next 15 minutes or so. Um, people have been floating the idea of us getting rid of a goalie, but I don't see that happening, especially, you know, Elvis has been odd and off injured this season. I think it makes sense for us to keep hold of both of them. Um and yeah, that's that's about it for, for guys we can trade. Everyone else is is young, still on their ALC or part of part of the, the core you know we we have no one left we've given away all of our tradable assets i think and i think that's all the time i have for today like i say tomorrow we will look at the dallas upcoming series uh hopefully find some positives in there um but i'm not i'm not holding my breath um if you would like to follow me on twitter i am at jay the goalie If you would like to follow this podcast, we are at LO underscore Bluejacket. You can also find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, I normally try and do a mailbag Thursday or Friday of every week. If you have questions for that, then feel free to email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make
1: sure you stay locked on.